Welcome back to the Get Up and Glow podcast. I am your host and my name is Becca and I'm the owner of Be Strong. I'm here to help you nourish your health, your mind and your happiness. So without further ado, let's jump on into this week's episode. First of all, a huge, huge welcome back to the podcast. I'm super, super excited to have you joining me today. And oh my gosh, how the heck is it May already? (laughs) I feel like everyone's saying this at the minute, like how are we doing May? Like why is this year going so fast? Um, but I've, you know, we, we say it a lot, don't we? Like, oh my God, the years fly by. I genuinely feel like this year is flying by. It's absolutely crazy. But do you know what? It's fine. We're enjoying it. We're being present. And it's May, which means it's my birthday month. Um, so I basically milk a good portion of the month celebrating my birthday because apparently that's what I like to do. But I hope that you're doing super well and I'm wishing everybody listening a really abundant May. Whatever you're working on this month, whatever you're calling in, I really am sending you all the abundant vibes. And actually, not what I'm here to talk about today, but a really quick one is I was on my morning walk this morning and I've took some time. Um, I like to go on my morning walks distractionless. So I don't go on my phone. Um, I just like to be with my thoughts. Mainly distractions, obviously the dog, but we love him so it's fine and I was just taking some time to like really think about what's like my vibe for me like what am I really wanting to work on because I don't know if anybody else feels the same but I find for me anyway if I try and work on too much I find it like intensely overwhelming and then if I don't set like any focus and then like what the heck do I do does that make sense? So I think it's really nice just to have that time to think about what's your vibe for this month? Like what areas are you wanting to delve into? Like what are you calling in? And really just take that time to reflect on it. One thing that I love to do is set in like the like the vibe and the word for my month. So I'll think of like three words that I want my my kind of focus to be on for May. So one of them for me <clears throat> is harmony. And for me, that just gives me a great way to like branch off. Okay, like what does that look like for me? And that's like the energy that I'm calling in. So just having to think about like, what are you wanting to work on in May? What areas are you wanting to delve into a little bit more? What are you calling in? What's your intentions for this month? What's your vibe for this month? And this can be in many different areas of your life that you can think about. And like, what's your word for the month gonna be or your three words for the month? Because it just lets you really set that intention for me. So not only you have that focus of like, this is what I'm wanting to work on, this is what I'm gonna call in, this is how I'm gonna show up. It also means like more energetically, you're creating that space and you're creating that vision and you're creating that mindset of like, oh, this is what I want to call in this month. So energetically, you're gonna create the intention and the room for that to come into, into fruition. So it's very, very good to have that time to do that. And if you haven't already, I'd really encourage you to have that little bit of reflection of what's your vibe for May and then you can set that focus there but off the back of that I'm wishing literally everybody listening the most abundant magical and connected May and I hope you have a fabulous fabulous one and I'm sending all of the good vibes your way but that is not what I'm here to talk about today I'm actually going to talk about a bit of mindset magic today. If you know me, the one thing that I love to talk about a lot is mindset in many different avenues because I'm a huge believer that in order to get to a healthier and happier place, however that looks for you, a lot of the times in the fitness industry and like a part, not all of it, in like a part of the industry, 
we've always been made to feel like, oh, well, we just need to focus on nutrition and exercise and then we'll get there, right? If I just focus on what I'm eating or if I just focus on moving loads, then I'm going to be healthier and I'm going to be happier, right? Now, of course, elements of nutrition and movement come into health and happiness from a place of care and respect for our body, but there's so much more to get into that place of health and happiness than just nutrition and exercise, you know, rest, downtime, fulfillment, mindset, food relationships, so many different avenues at play in part as well. And one of the biggest ones is mindset. And I'm not just talking like, sorry, my voice broke up there. So I had to have a quick pause, have a drink of water. But what I was saying is I'm not just talking like, you know, brushing across mindset a little bit and then just like dabbling toe in and just going, okay, that's fine. I'm talking like diving in and really working on mindset. Because when we work on our mindset, that is a big, big avenue of getting more health and happiness, but also creating long-term. If you focus on trying to be healthier and all you're doing is ticking a box and you're focused on just ticking boxes, ticking boxes every single day, I guarantee that is a short-term mentality. If you want long-term mentality, it's about doing the mindset work and working on all areas of your journey to create that. And like I say, one of the big parts is mindset. And this is one avenue I wanna talk about today, in particular, your mindset around change, which is one of my favorite ones to talk about because it's something that I have struggled with so much in my time. And it's been a big barrier that's held me back. And a lot of the incredible women that I work with, I know it's something that they've struggled with before in their journey, this mindset around change or this element of fear that comes up when we're starting to embark on change. And if you're somebody who maybe notices that, maybe there's this this barrier when it comes to change or there's this fear around your journey, then I want you to listen to this. Because it's a conversation that I guarantee is going to open your mind up a little bit to support you on your journey. I want to start this little conversation with one of my favourite, favourite quotes by Robin Sharman. And he basically said, change is hard at first, messy in the middle and gorgeous at the end. And this is one of my favorite quotes actually, of like I've read it for quite a long time um, and I think it's absolutely beautiful because it's so true and I think it's a great way to describe change because change isn't always easy at first. It's difficult whether we're challenging behaviors or beliefs or we're having to overcome this fear, change is difficult at first. It then gets a little bit messy because we're changing things about our mindset or in our life and we're embarking on this journey and it can feel difficult and struggle comes up and it's like, oh, is change even happening? Like I always say, often the thing that feels like it's it's um, breaking you down is actually the thing that's bringing you back to life. So it can feel messy in the middle. And then it's freaking beautiful at the end because all of that transforms into where you want to be. I don't know if anyone's ever seen it. I think it was the other week, actually. There was um like a quote and stuff going round. I think I actually shared it. One second. I might actually be able to get it up. I believe I shared it um on my Instagram. If you give me a quick little second, I'm actually going to find it. Because um, it's actually just come to mind. And I think it'd be a, like an absolutely brilliant way to try and describe what I am saying. So yeah, I don't know, there's an account on Instagram that shared it and basically it's like an image of a woman with a flower and it starts with her like being quite small and sat down and then the next one she's starting to stand up a bit a little bit and then the last one she's like up and she's blooming and she's flourishing it's kind of like that with your journey or if we think of like the butterfly um 
analogy where you know you start in your little cocoon and you build up and then you're a butterfly and you flourish things like that that's basically a great way to for me to try and describe change to you at first you know it can feel a little bit harder feel a little bit tough it can then feel a little bit messy but then it's beautiful and this is why I always say to people like give yourself the permission to embrace the duality but to also move through the duality to move through those tough moments because they're often the thing that bring you to life they're often the thing that struggle that we face when we start change that turns into such a beautiful thing like I always say for me there was a time in my journey when I a few years back when I was obviously um embarking on working on my relationship with like food and body and health moving away from like an obsessive place of macros and exercise and body fixation and moving into what actually was a healthier place because I thought that was health and then I was there and it definitely wasn't healthy at all and when I first started that journey I mind my language was fucking terrified it was I was fearful of it because it was something different and it was change and I was like oh god like what am I doing and I always sit here now and a I'm so thankful that I started the journey because the place that I am now like it's so freeing it's it's magical but also it really emphasizes that journey of like at first for me it was really difficult that change it was scary it was new and it was tough and I was like I can't do it and then it felt messy because I was challenging all of these beliefs and these behaviours and I was really having to go against what I'd known for a large portion of my life around food, body, exercise and health. And it was difficult. And then now it's beautiful because all of that was worth it because it's brought me to this place. And I think sometimes remembering that phase of change is really important of knowing that even when there is this struggle and these tough points and these difficult patches, they're actually the thing that's moving you towards that beautiful ending that you want. Even though it doesn't feel like it, we have to go through that in order to get to that beautiful place that you wanna get. We can't get there unless we embrace these phases of change. So first of all, remembering that that process of change will happen and it's okay to embrace that and accept that. But another thing that I want to talk about as well is often when we talk about change and moving towards a different place, bring up fear. Like changing and working on things can bring up fear. Giving yourself the permission to move through things can feel a bit scary um, because all of the the health or the happiness, the fulfillment, um, the food freedom, the balance, whatever it might be, all of that, that is on the other side of committing to change and working through that fear and fear can come up you got to think of it this way if you're so used to being like in your little territory right now with how you do things even if it's not serving you you're used to that and now you're going against that and doing something different that's gonna be fear like I don't know if anyone's like me like the first time I tried I got in a car to drive I was terrified there was fear there because it was change I was used to being driven around by other people or walking places and all of a sudden I'm in a car driving it this is new territory for me and that's a prime example for me at first it was so difficult it was terrifying it was then really messy because I was like I'm struggling of how to like maneuver the gears and it's all different and I'm like ah what do I do and now it's beautiful because I get to drive wherever the heck I want and I've got freedom because of my car does that make sense so as you can see that process links back in and this is often why that fear can come up because it's something so different it's something that you're not used to and you're you're embarking on change which is going to be scary and 
I always say change is so empowering because you're doing something to move towards a place where you want to go. But it also can be equally quite scary as well because you're moving out of your comfort zone, you're moving into different territory. So embracing that, yes, it can be empowering, but yes, it can also be scary is really important. And the reason that this fear can come up is because you're used to where you are and your brain is used to where you are, that your brain is like, no, 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 there's fear, don't do it. We're trying to keep you safe because what you do right now, we're used to. Does that make sense? If you're used to, an example might be obsessing over macros and food fixation, even if it's not serving you, your brain is used to that. And the moment you're like, I'm going to start moving away from tracking, just an example, your brain's like, oh my gosh, but we're used to tracking. And now you're going against it. No, 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 you should track because we're used to that. And this is why it can feel difficult because you're going against what your brain is used to, trying to do something different. And even though it can feel the fear in those moments, one of my best phrases that I say to myself, I say to my clients, and I love to just basically scream to everybody, is feel the fear and do it anyway. Stop waiting for fear not to be there. Stop waiting like <clears throat> for this magical time and this perfect time where isn't the fear's never there because it's never gonna happen. If you're embarking on true change, for example, healing food relationship, healing relationship with body, shifting mindset, becoming a truly healthier version of yourself, if you're embarking on any of those things and you're not there right now, there is going to be fear there because maybe it's a place you've not been to, maybe it's something different, there is going to be fear there but I just want to say to you, accept that fear and allow yourself to walk through it allow yourself to make those changes and show up in some way to start working through that fear because I guarantee as well that fear starts to go eventually because you start getting comfortable with a new way of doing things but in order to get to that place of health and happiness and more freedom you have to start walking through that fear that you might be feeling right now and saying okay I accept you're there I know you can come up but I'm going to work through you anyway. I'm going to still walk forward because getting to where I want to be is really important. My future self is going to thank me for this, this change that I'm about to make. Or it might be, in fact, I know it's, I always say this, you know, it might be scary to walk through the fear and to change and to change things and, and to work, move into new territories. But then I also say like, but what's worse? Staying in the same position that you're in right now that's not serving you or having that initial discomfort of embarking on change but then getting that beautiful ending. And we can look at, that, look at it a food relationship. Is it is it worse, you know, staying in a position right now where maybe you're stuck in food fixation, where you're stuck in restrict overeat cycles, where you're stuck battling with food and hating your body and not feeling good in yourself and every day feeling difficult, like nothing ever changes is it best staying there or is it better to go okay I'm a little bit nervous I'm a little bit scared about making change but I'm going to work through that initial discomfort and start working on my food relationship and all those things and then get to that beautiful place because I'd always say it's that second one it's so much better to go through that initial discomfort than staying in a place that is not serving you and is not letting you live your most fulfilled and free and happy life because you have one life and I know I say it all the freaking time I'm broken record and recently for me anyway I've been having a really big perspective change on life connecting more spiritually and it's really emphasizing this point of like how precious life is and how we should 
embrace all these parts of life and you're exactly the same and embarking on that journey even though it can feel a bit scary as first is going to be a key factor that helps you embrace more life because these food struggles and these body struggles and all those things they're big factors that impact us from enjoying life so by committing to that change you get to work through those and step into more of that fulfillment I'm just kind of going off on this, by the way, because it's just so much that comes up to my heart when I talk about this. But really reminding yourself of like, which is worse, staying in a place that's not serving me or experience some initial discomfort that leads to alignment and beautiful growth. And sometimes just having that moment to ask yourself that and check in can really, really help. Or even asking yourself, like, if I put myself in um, my shoes three years from now, what path am I going to be glad that I took? Am I going to be glad that I just stayed the same and I didn't do anything? Or am I going to be glad that I worked through that change and I worked on creating positive change to make me feel better? What What is my future self going to be screaming at me saying, yes, I'm so glad that you started that journey for, I'm so glad that you started that path. Like me right now, I'm working a lot more on um, mindfulness and connection with myself on a much deeper level than what I've ever done before. And it's fucking terrifying at times. It's new for me. But I know that me in a few years time is going to be so glad that I'm doing this right now because it's going to move me to an even better place. And sometimes we have to think about that as well to support us feeling the best version of ourselves. And two other things I want to touch upon actually when it comes around change is one thing I'm often asked is like, why, why, why do I experience fear around change? Like, why does it even come up? Obviously, the first one is your territory so even if something's not serving you for example the yo-yo cycle restrict ovary if even that's not serving you your mind's probably used to it and it thinks that it's safe maybe it's got certain beliefs around food and it thinks that it's it's the right thing to do or maybe you're so used to being in those cycles that it just feels like your comfort and your usual territory so of course fear is going to come up when you're now going to your brain well actually I'm going to go against all of that that you're used to and we're going to go do something different it's like if you're dependent on food for um dealing with emotions that's what your brain's used to, it's safe in a way, and now you're going, oh brain, well, we're actually going to get more comfortable with dealing with our emotions, identifying our emotions and emotional regulation, your brain's like, oh my gosh, I'm not used to that, it's a bit scary because it's out of what you're used to, it's a little bit out of your depth, you don't say you deep dive in and feel overwhelmed, but you do take steps that can feel a little bit fearful because you're going against what you're used to, that's why fear can come up. A big one as well, actually, I had this conversation um, the other day, is if we look at like um, t- like disordered behaviours of food, body, exercise, whatever it might be, sometimes, and I felt this when I started my journey, we can experience like a, a sense of sadness when you're letting go of something that's been such a big part of your life. So I'm going to use me as an example. So when I, prior to working on my like food relationship and stuff, I was that person who fixated on macros I worked out like six times a week sometimes seven yes that was me I was so fixated on this health what I thought was like healthy fitness lifestyle even though it was very disordered at the time I didn't think it was um it became my whole life fitness was me I was the fitness person that became my whole life it took over everything to now I was now moving away from this and it was like it's, it's kind of like my sense of purpose had been was 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 going 
because my whole life had became obsessive over exercise and nutrition that when I started to work away from that it was like it was like I was letting go of this big part of my life and sometimes we we, we don't do it because we don't want to let go of that even though it's not serving us it's like but this has been my whole life for so long it feels <clears throat> like a little bit sad to let go of it, if that makes sense. Keeps going today in this podcast and I'm so sorry. But it's kind of like, oh, well, I'm letting go of something that's been such a big part of my life. I guess it kind of feels sad. And this is why sometimes it's easy to stay in these cycles because we're used to it and it becomes such a big part of our life. It's like, well, what would I do without it? Does that make sense? I felt that way. I was like, well, I'm so used to this like fitness lifestyle being everything that I do, consuming every thought and becoming me and my whole life and my whole personality. It was like, oh, well, if I let go of that, then I'm nothing because it became everything to me. And the moment that I was like, oh, I'm not wanting to <clears throat> like feed into that no more. It was like, well, who the heck am I? Because for so long, I thought I was just this fitness person. Does that make sense? Maybe you've yo-yo dieted your whole life and now you're starting to break away from that yo-yo dieting cycle but your whole life's been took over by yo-yo dieting to a point that it's just become a part of who you are and now you're letting go of that even though it's not serving you it can bring up this feeling of like oh well I'm losing a part of me does that you you get it if you've been in that boat and this is why sometimes fear can come up because it's like oh well I'm letting go of something that's been such a big part of me and I guess in a way like we tell ourselves, you know, oh, I'm that fitness person. Oh, I'm just a yo-yo dieter. And we let it become who we are. And then now we're letting go of it. It's like, oh, well, <laughs> like we lose that sense of purpose, I guess, in a way. What I want to do here is accept that and go, but I'm going to find myself again. I'm going to find who I am through this process of change. I'm going to find out more about me. I'm going to connect with myself more. I'm going to connect with life more as a byproduct of committing to change. I'm not losing who I am. I'm not losing things about me. I actually, I'm going to be finding out more about me because I'm letting go of these restraints of toxic diet culture that are blocking who I am. And I'm actually going to find out some incredible things about myself as a byproduct of committing to change. So once again, what I'd say here is reframing it. You're not losing something through going and moving away from these things that you've done for a long time. You're actually gaining something because you're going to find out more about yourself and gain all of the health, happiness and fulfillment. And sometimes reframing that can really help. So there are two big reasons as to why change can feel fearful because it's out of your zone, like it's different and it requires basically completely changing things around. But always taking me back. Yeah, always taking you back to the fact of that change and committing to that journey, taking that step forward, taking that leap forward is going to be the best thing ever, even if it feels scary right now, even if it requires you having to feel that fear and do it anyway, because on the other side of working through all of that is something even more magical than you could probably ever imagine, it's the the beauty of like true health, happiness and fulfillment, which I know is probably the thing right now that you're craving, that you're like, I just want that. And it can feel so far away. It can feel like, oh, but it's miles away. I'm never going to get there. I want you to know you can get there. And taking that first step is the thing that gets you there. If you feel like you're in these cycles where week in, week out, nothing's changing, you're stuck in the same boat and you're not feeling good. And it's just like this never ending battle. And you think, I'm never going to get there. It's miles and miles away. I want you to know that you can get there. And it's about just taking that first step and allowing yourself to embark on that journey of change, which is going to be 
the most powerful, magical, beautiful journey. Yes, difficult at times. Yes, we can feel the fear, but it leads to that beautiful end that I know that you want. And if you are listening to this and you are like, I want to take that leap. I want to take that step. I want that health, that happiness, that fulfillment. Like, I don't want to be stuck in these cycles no more in this battle. Like, I want to feel my best. And you really want to embark on that journey and feel thriving and shine again then you are my kind of woman you are the person that I help and that I adore to get to that place of genuine health happiness fulfillment balance and radiance so you can feel your best again and experience life in more of a magical way and if that is you and you're ready to take that leap then please go to the link in the show notes and hit the application button for one-to-one coaching. I currently have spaces for one-to-one coaching and I'd love to help you overcome these mindset struggles so you can reach your fullest potential and so you can finally feel the best within yourself. So if you go into the application, fill that in, I can get in touch with you and we can literally just chat through how I could help you on your journey and what steps would be best. Or what you could do is if you go to my Instagram, the link is also in the show notes, my Instagram, drop me a DM over there and we can have a bit of a chit chat. I have a few different one-to-one options open right now, whether it's more longer term coaching or whether it's like a quick short term thing. So if you go to my Instagram and DM me, if you want to know a little bit more about the variety of one-to-one options I offer, um, drop me a DM saying freedom or drop me a DM just being like, listen to your podcast, Becca, talk to me, I want some help. We can just have a conversation over there and then see what will be best to help you moving forward. I cannot wait to hear from you. I just want to say it's so safe to give yourself the permission to take that leap and take that step. If there's one thing you can take from this, feel the fear and do it anyway. Because committing to change leads to a beautiful end, even if it feels a little bit difficult at the start. Thank you so much for joining me today, for listening to me just pour my, my voice keeps going, I don't know why. Thank you so much for listening to me today, um, for me just like pouring my heart out and having this really open conversation with you all. I do hope it's either given you some inspiration, it's given you a little bit of a, a little bit of a boost to really work on yourself, or just given you the reminder that you needed today. Thank you so much for joining me. Have an abundant week. Have a fabulous week, an amazing May, and I'm just sending all the good vibes your way. And I cannot wait to speak to you all in the next episode.